So um, building bridges. So these are strategies for building um, those critical relationships with students within a school community as a dean. One of the uh, one of the, the mistakes that are made um, quite constantly is new deans or even ex- experienced deans believing that they have to kind of like shock and awe. Like you got to be like the big bad wolf to get the attention of the little piggies. That that kind of mentality, like the the more space you take in, the more air you suck out of the room, the more fear that you create. Well, you call it respect, but you're really trying to generate fear to get the children's attention. Um, the more you do that, the more you push them away and you become a caricature. You become that thing, that person, that entity that is not there for them, but there only to address problems or issues or often even create them. So um, it's very important, and I've said this in the, in, previous, uh, in the previous video, how it's very important to really hone in on relationships. So here are some strategies on building those bridges. Um, so this chapter, chapter 11, of, um, you know, from, from classroom to dean of students, the key for successful, for successful transition those of you who are thinking about, you know, stepping into the role of being a dean of students, hopefully not dean of discipline. I think school should not use that term at all. You know, dean of students, because your job is to really be the center of creating a amazing school community culture for students to thrive in. And then if there are issues, you're there to be part of solving and bringing those who are out of sorts back to center again. So this is chapter 11, Building Bridges, strategies, strategies and Techniques for Developing Positive Relationships with Students as the Dean of Students. So um, I'm going to go through this. has um, uh, eight, eight strategies in here. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to touch on maybe three or four of them, um, the ones that stand out the most. Um, and um, the first one... Um, Actually, the first two actually are connected. Um, the first one is showing genuine interest. Pardon me. A little parts there. Showing genuine interest. And the second one is listening carefully. I can't tell you the number of times early on as a dean where students were talking to me about what happened or what it's upsetting them or what's or, or, or by instant, and I'm sitting there, you know, looking at them as they're talking. And the kid says, Mr., you're not even listening. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing everything, right? I'm sitting here, I'm looking at you, I'm staring at you. And they're like, you're not listening. And I'm like, how do you know I'm not listening? It isn't that I wasn't listening. There were so many other things happening and I was hoping that they could like speed it up because in my mind, I already made a decision on what the outcome was going to be, which is not fair because if, let's say there was a fight, you know, yes, we don't want fights in schools. I, you know, I, I abhor fights. Um, they're dangerous. 
I've seen too many kids get injured. I've seen adults get injured. I've been injured, breaking up fights. Um, but now you have two parties in your space. You need to afford them the space to really tell you what caused this. Because if you know what caused it, there's a great chance you can be able to resolve it or at least create or at least address it in the manner where the likelihood of it, the likelihood of it repeating itself is low. And um, often because in my head, I'm thinking, okay, let's get through this. I really wasn't listening. And the thing is, kids know when you're not listening. And uh, it's kind of embarrassing. My kid says, uh, you're not even listening. Or even worse, what did I just say? Yes. Um, I know I, I keep seeing kids, these young adults, these young human beings are not babies. You know, especially if you're working in secondary schools, um, even in elementary school, kids are so much more self-aware and we're training them to be so much more self-aware. So with that comes a little level of boldness and for them to quit and, and the boldness leads them to be willing and be fearless in questioning what they're experiencing in that moment. So um, showing genuine interest is very, very important. Everything from the individual students in your school, like outside of problems, outside of just as part of school culture, knowing Tommy and what Tommy does and what what makes Tommy tick. Understanding Anna and understanding Anna and, you know, why she's so giggly and whatever the case may be. Understanding that Carlos is going to come to you every day or every other day with a knock-knock joke. Yes, sometimes it might be in, in doing the most inappropriate times, but they're going to come to you because you've kind of become that, their guy or their gal, you know, in their minds. You're the cool adult in my life that can go to and be a kid. I know you never turn me away. And that requires you to sustain that because you never know when they'll really need you for other things. And that established trust is going to pay dividends in being able to help them and help others as well. So definitely showing genuine interest and all of all members of your community, all students, as far as as well as teachers and people people around the space that you're building, then of course listening. You gotta develop really good listening skills, the head nods, the acknowledgement of what's being said, the ability to even repeat, even ask them to pause and say, Hey, let me repeat what, what you said. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. You know, those things are very, very important because what it does is shows the child or the student or the young adult that there's a certain level of care that you're putting into the work and it's also a certain level of care that you're putting into the space that you've created for them to share with you. Um, it's funny, I feel, I, have a, I feel like I'm going to have a hard time picking which ones to to share, which ones not to share. Um, but I'm going to go to, to number three, be visible and be approachable. All this is connected to being showing genuine interest, being visible is very, very important. You cannot be a dean and be in your office all the time or only popping up when there's, like, you can't be Batman. You know, you're like the Dark Knight. You only pop up when when Gotham is in trouble. You know, have you noticed you never seen Batman at the picnic or at, like, the at the uh, county fair? It's always at nighttime and dark when things bad are happening. Don't be Batman. Be more like um, Superman. But Superman, I think I've seen Superman appear at like 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't be Superman either. Just be human. Be present. If your school culture, if you believe that you're that you're building school culture and building a space that is safe and 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 engaging and where students want to be, if you're building it, then you need to be there. You need to be the mayor of the city. Always approachable, always available. Um, morning arrivals, as a thing, you should be outside, shaking hands, welcoming, cracking jokes, saying hello to parents, be visible. During the day, you know, there should be a, a, a schedule. You can't be everywhere, but you should be in the hallways in transition. Not just screaming at kids to go to class, but, you know, saying good morning, good afternoon, how was class? Well, you know, have a good day, high fives, fist bumps. Be that positive energy. But to be that positive energy, you have to be visible. You have to be present. Um, and also approachable. Like I said earlier, don't be the, 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 you know, the force of nature that the only time that they see you is because something wrong is happening. And then your energy is always turned up. And then guess what happens? Kids will be afraid of you. I went through that. I went through that for, 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 um, Every school that I would, uh, every school I was at, as the new dean, um, and even some in some cases, but I've already been here for a year or two, or even into my third year, and kids were like, "Yeah, you're kind of scary." I'm like, "But you've known me for like two years. Like, I've taken you on field trips. You were in my class, but yeah, but you're the dean. You're kind of scary." And I realized because the persona of the dean is is very militant. It kind of creates those vibes that you got to be cautious when you're around the dean. And that's not what you want to have. Um, let me see. Offering positive feedback. There's a tendency, it's kind of like continuing on with, with this, with this uh, notion of, um, the notion of, uh, you know, um, being approachable. Um, one of my superpowers that I had to hone and develop is, Always finding the good in every, in every situation. Like, I've had situations where, like, man, it was, like, it was bad. It was bad. That I, I was like, I, can, I don't, I can't even see the rainbow in this one. I, I cannot see the silver lining. But I had to find one. I had to always lean on that positivity. And not only for myself, but shared to the child, to those people who are involved in the situation, the general community because as soon as I start to evoke the emotions of like anger and rage and disappointment and all those things because what happens it's it's um it's like a communicable disease all of a sudden it spreads then the energy around the school becomes the energy you create have you ever worked in a school where like the administration or the adults were just bitter what did that feel like what was the experience like for kids or have you been that kid in that school? Have you been in a school where everybody just seems so happy and high fives? Like, I can tell you this right now. When I was in high school, I thought my teachers were like partying in the teacher's lounge every day because they would, I mean, first of all, half, half my, my teachers went to H, HCB, HC, <laughs> HBCUs and, um, and a lot of them were also frats. They were fraternity sororities. So I would hear, like some teachers barking down, barking down the hallway. I'd be like, "What's going on?" And then I heard some teachers, you know, doing their calls. And I now I know what it, what it is. When I went to college, I was like, "Oh, that's what I was seeing." 
in high school, I was like, these people are crazy. You know, it was always this, this like the, it, it seemed like they were family. And I really appreciated that. You know, I really appreciated that positive energy. And, and I also loved the way that my teachers always poured into me. My principal, everybody was always that positive energy. It's infectious. It makes you want to do better and do good. And you want to make sure that that's part of your, your repertoire with your students, with teachers, with everybody, around, with parents. Because t- I'm telling you, you do that, they'll keep coming back to you and they'll trust you. And, and I'm telling you, they'll grow to love you. They will love, not even grow to love, they will love you. Um, um, uh, let me see here. I'll just pick one more. Encourage student involvement. So, this is an interesting one. Because you would think that this is not part of the job description. But if you've been in school culture, you think to ask yourself this. What kind of environment are you trying to build? What kind of space should this look like and feel like? One of the things that was very important to me is that um, I replicated my experience when I was in high school and even middle school. Um, I went to lots of here in middle school in, in Inglewood, California. I also went to Inglewood High School. And... Uh, I remember feeling like school was a place to be. It was safe. It didn't, I, I don't remember ever having a day where I was like, I didn't want to go, I didn't want to, go to school. You know, even on, on the worst of days, there was always something about being in that space that just felt um, welcoming. It felt positive. And not only that, I had a stake in the community. And how, how was that stake established? My involvement, student government, clubs, sports. And um, as a dean, one of the things that I really, really, really pushed for, or pushed for, even as a principal, or having been a principal, is that um, that for there to be student activities, things that keep kids in the community. Because I really believe when kids have a stake in the community, they're involved in the community, they're they will be allies in keeping the community safe and keeping the community, the community's homeostasis in balance. So, you know, it's very important to encourage student involvement. If you're a dean in the school that's not allowed, club talk to your principal. Like, how do we get more? Talk to the teachers, talk to the, to the teacher union. How do we get more involvement? How do we get more, to more teachers to volunteer, start clubs? Because I'm telling you, when kids love the space that they're in, they're least likely to tolerate the behaviors of others that will jeopardize those those spaces, you know, and those activities. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna. Sh- that's what I want to share for now. Um, again, this is all from my book, um, from classroom to dean of students. Even though I didn't go from the classroom to dean of students, I was actually hired into education as a dean. But I learned a lot, you know. I've I haven't been a dean in three different schools, then also trained. Six or seven deans, I think. Six or seven deans uh, or mentored over the course of my career. Um, yeah, you know, I, so this is my my gift to those who are out there who are like, you know, there is, there, I can't find anything that, or, or there are limited options for guys on how to do the job or what things I should be thinking about in the role of being a dean. 
and not only being a dean, but being a successful dean, building a school with amazing school culture where we're not putting out fires all the time, but rather we're creating a space where when issues come up, we can address them and bring everybody back to center again. All right, y'all. With that being said, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you soon. Be well.